So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What is going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Legion of Raw. I hope everybody had a, uh, a great Thanksgiving. I did on Thursday, and then two days later. Hold on, where's, there it is. That's how I felt. Doctor, 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 I even, I even bet on them for you, doctor. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was a dagger, man, a dagger to the heart. You know, it was uh, you know, it was one of those things, man. I I still think that we had, other than the quarterback, our quarterback, Comacord, I think we had a better team. Man. I think our, I think Travion Henderson, our running back, was better. I think our defensive line. Uh, was better. I mean, we just made two crucial plays. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Those interceptions, and but the numbers don't lie. We were a better team. It's just, uh, and our quarterback was just, you know, just made crucial decisions. Uh, an interception that caused them to be in the red zone in the beginning of the game, and then we had one minute left, and we had an opportunity to do a game-winning drive. And then he intercepted the ball. I did. Oh, bro, that's the thing, man. When you're in games like that, you know, a big game like that, a World Series game, a Super Bowl, bro, that's you know, one mistake, that's it. Oh, it's costly. You can't, you can't do it, bro. Yeah. One mistake, you're done. Yeah. So here in Columbus, you know, the it's just been just a, a huge, a huge uh, uh, discussion, topic of discussion as far as what ifs and. What happens to Ryan Day next? And, you know, he's, is he on a hot seat? And this is his third straight loss against Michigan. And what happens with Kyle McCord? You know, he's a junior. Does he come back? Does he start? You know, we've got this uh, freshman coming up, this this uh, person coming up from high school, Aaron Nolan, who committed. Um, just uh, I've seen footage, and he's just a, a monster. He's a dual threat quarterback, unlike Kyle McCord, which really hurt us. He's not the fact that he's just a pocket passer, and pocket passing quarterbacks just really isn't a thing much anymore in college football. You got to have at least, you know, even if you're mainly a pocket passer, you have to have at least a dual threat presence. You don't have to run all the time. That was a good thing about C.J. Stroud. He at least had a dual threat presence, and he and he showed it in the Georgia game last year when we almost won. Uh, so, but you know, Kyle McCord is just not that guy, man. There's certain people, you know, that's just built for the game, and yeah. this is the biggest game of the year. There's just certain people. There's certain quarterbacks that are built for the game. Kyle McCord, unfortunately, it just isn't built for the game. You know, and uh, he's a, he's a good quarterback. He's just not a 
he's just not a great quarterback and he's just not built for the game. I think if he transfers next year, I think he'll go into a decent school. I think he'll be, you know, I think he'll be pretty solid. But as far as as a diehard Ohio State fan, do I want him back in that in in that field in that position next year this time? No, absolutely yeah. not. So yeah, tough game, man. Tough, game. tough game, tough game, tough game. Uh, was it uh was it a tough raw for you, or was there uh was there any upswing to you, man? Well, bro, listen, man. Adding those two guys to the roster at the same time, bro, you couldn't get any more of a greater shot of adrenaline than that. I mean, my, my God, bro, those two guys on the same show, uh, just adds so much to this show and bro it's funny man because when you see guys like orton and you see guys like punk you're seeing guys who blatantly don't belong bro it's like you've got pros in there and you've got not even not even rookies bro you've got college athletes in there and man, it is so noticeable. Our, our D McDonough, bro, looked like a 12-year-old in there against Randy Orton. Dominic looked like a child in there. That bro, we've been talking about that forever. Yeah. And 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 now, now you're seeing it with your own eyes. Yeah. And I speak as a casual fan. These are the wrestlers we want to see. Mm. These are wrestlers. These are main eventers. Yeah. And now, now, now it's as clear as day after one freaking show, bro. Yeah, uh, to me, just as far as like a ten thousand foot view uh, initially, I think it bookended well. I, th- I think the first and the the last segments were were good, were exciting. I think the, those were the the returns bookended the show, and I think that was good. Um, the, it also caused the, uh, the person who's coming in for a little bit because of CM Punk to, uh, have him at the end of the show and continue to announce that was good too, as far as just, uh, the yeah, bro, they, 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 they dropped the ball on that though. For, first of all, bro, like because of politics, uh, Orton, Orton had to open the show, bro. You, you, you can't, you, in that, if this was any other night, Punk opens the show. Mm. But since Orton has been there so long, bro, and he's, he, he, he's been out for a year and a half, that was absolutely the right call for Orton to open the show without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. But, bro, what I would have done, bro, you got a guy coming back to the WWE after a 10-year hiatus. Mm-hmm. You got to go to everybody in the back and let them shoot with how they really feel. Hmm. That's that's what you got to do throughout the entire show. Not a stupid graphic. Go, <laughs> bro, literally, if, if I'm writing or I'm producing the show, we're going to come to you and ask you what you think about CM Punk being here, and you are 100% going to shoot about it. That that that's what I'm doing, and I would I would have done that throughout the entire show, bro. I really felt that was a a missed opportunity. Yeah, I do think though that um, it, it seems like Seth went off script as far as just uh, him kind of shooting on uh, uh, Punk, but I do think though, you know, the, I don't know, man. It's 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 funny when it gets to. 
<laughs> if it, is it a shoot? Is it a work? That's the thing about pro wrestling, man. It's just like it, it, it's such a fantasy land that it, that it's just like you don't even know what's a work or a shoot anymore because it's just so mumbled in. It's such a gray area between the two that it's just like, you know, it it really doesn't have as much impact anymore if it is a work. And so the big thing that was going on that was really buzzing after CM Punk was, uh, I'm sure you've seen it on the socials. Oh, that was so it, bro. When Rollins was mad. Let let me me tell you this, please. (laughs) Watching this show. If you guys think for one second that that was a shoot, I I hate to I hate to say this, bro. I can't think of any other word. You're you're freaking morons. And, and that's how the WWE is, bro. That they're so over the top in yeah. the wrestling bubble. That would have never happened in a billion trillion freaking years. It was all a work, and and people are freaking arguing with me that it's real. I had to do a whole video today over on Russo's brand to explain to people why this was blatantly a work. And, and, and Chris, this is always the problem I have with the WWE. We got to go over the top where now it's silly and freaking stupid, you know? But I'll tell you, another missed opportunity is, bro, as a shoot, you know, think think about Randy Orton, bro. Think about it. as a shoot, a year and a half, Randy Orton returns. Yeah. Gets the big win at the Survivor Series. But then he's upstaged. Mm. CM Punk comes out after that big yeah. win. Bro, that's got to be part of the story. Somebody's got to say that. Mm. Somebody's got to say, bro, nothing's changed about you, man. You picked your spot. Mm. I, I thought Orton should have said it. I mean, Rhea, Rhea said it in the, uh, the opening. Yeah, she she said it, but or- or- Orton was the one that should have said it. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I mean, bro. They 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 miss such important elements that can really, really, really go somewhere. Yeah, well, you know, I've said this many times, Vince. WWE doesn't really do a good job with connecting the dots. No, uh, no, you know, no. and it's just so many loose ends and, and just yeah. un, you know unanswered questions and just dropped you know storylines and things like that. That no continuity is something <laughs> I should have a T-shirt <laughs> because I say that all the time on this show. But I do think that um, you know it, there there were some moments that to me it was just like. It bookended well because it it it, it was it, it caused some intrigue, but the the middle outside of the bookends, the middle of the show, well, the the majority of the show outside of the bookend segments, bookended segments was just the same. I mean, it was it was it wasn't anything much. It was tag team turmoil that was just leading the same. It was the same mumble jumbo with the women's division. It was the same thing with the backstage segments. It just, there was, it was the same thing with the, the women's tag team titles. And it was the same stuff, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, yes, you put two hot segments at the end of the show. Uh, yeah, we can go into the nuance as far as just how it could have been better. Yes, I agree with that. But at the same time, it, it did cause, in my opinion, more intrigue. But the problem is, is that you can't just keep bookending Raws every single week and not do anything in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, the, the, I, I mean, I think I think the middle would have been the was the attempt 
with uh, Rollins and McIntyre, and then uh, uh, Uso comes out. But again, bro, where's the heat, man? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you double uh, kicking, you know, McIntyre out of the ring. Where it that, that again, Chris? That's great house show stuff. Yeah, you gotta get heat on McIntyre, bro. Yeah, and, and again, make it make sense. I'm a logical guy. Again, what what causes him to have a world title match and he just lost, you know, against Drew McIntyre a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like that, that didn't make sense to me. So yeah, yeah. we got a ton of super chat. So that's uh so thank you CM Punk for that. You got the cliff side, $2 super chat, bro. That who, is came a, with, uh, who came up with the term um, Pyro and Ballyhoo? Uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Kerwin Surflees. Kerwin. Kerwin, bro, was a director at the WWE. He'd been there forever and ever and ever. Kerwin, and he came up with Pyro and Ballyhoo. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. We got Nasir199 Super Chat. Hey Vince, how would you book CM Punk first match? Know, bro, it's, some somebody said uh, in my chat today that they're gonna book his him against Dominic Mysterio first. Oh. See, bro, he 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 here's here's where they missed the boat. Here here's where they missed the boat. And again, bro, if Seth Rollins is gonna call CM Punk a hypocrite in the, in the middle of the ring, then CM Punk needs to come out. Yeah, I thought he. Yeah, I mean that, that's that that's the problem, bro. If you yeah. if you're gonna go there, then the dude needs to come out. I, I think, yeah, I I agree with that, but I think they were trying to save the third hour for people to stay with the with the show. Then don't say it. And so that so that's where I can't agree with you because right. I think I think it's one of those things that if you're going off script. You can't go into business for yourself, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if WWE is trying to stay, you know, keep the viewers in for the third hour, you can't just be doing stuff like that and expect him like he wouldn't he would come out, you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make sense that you would and, do and bro. That. This is what people don't understand either, bro. They they do this whole thing at the end of Survivor Series, which was so typical WWE over the top BS nonsense, not true. Seth doesn't even walk out pissed off. He yeah. walks if if he was so pissed off, he was dropping f bombs. He comes out his goofy yeah. self, yeah. dancing, and he 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 doesn't, bro. That dude don't get it. Mm. I, I'm sorry, bro. He he does not get it up here, bro. He does not understand it, man. So you think psychological, like as far as this the the Jake Roberts style psychological element of of the uh, of wrestling, he just doesn't really. He does. He doesn't have a clue. He, you, you, you want to get that over that that was a shoot on Saturday night, and yeah. two days later he's coming out like the seven dwarfs, bro. Yeah, and come then on, man, the like come chant. on, bro. The fans know about what happened. They chant right. CM Punk door, and he's like, "Oh, come on, come yeah. on." He, he don't you know. get it, bro. He doesn't get it. He does not understand, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it would have. Uh, so, so. When when CM Punk talked about, you know, just as far as Seth, you know, when he said everybody's welcoming except, you know, well, not a, not everybody. It seems like they're like subtly dropping, you know, hints of CM Punk and Seth Rollins, but they don't want to make it seem as if it's uh, a work 
already you know yeah, what i mean yeah, so it's yeah, just yeah. like eh, you know yeah. like is, is that a, is that the way to do it yeah all right uh let's go zoo bear five dollar super chat bro happy belated thanksgiving thankful to y'all doing these reviews where is the dynamite reviews and others boy wwe dropped the ball with punk promo ending what do you think vince yeah uh, bro to, to me well the end the ending to me was there was just bro listen listen chris how many years ago? Nine, 24 years ago. Vince told me to hire a nanny to watch my kids. Yeah. I've never forgotten that. Okay. And I even told that to Vince's face when I last saw him in 2002. Bro, this dude got fired on his wedding day. Yeah. And now he's home. Is what like really but like bro? If I was fired on my wedding day, it would be such an F you for the rest of my entire life. Like without a shot. But now we bro, what to me for to for me, just way too much pandering and kissing the butts of the fan. You got fired on your wedding day, bro. Seriously, that's home. You you want to go home to that? Yeah, I think I think maybe. See if you if you pander to them in the beginning, give the give the give them what they want, give them the pandering in the beginning. And my thing is, the more you pander with them, the more the heat will come when you do that turn. If you do make that turn, so I didn't mind the pandering at the at, at the beginning and, and this type of promo. This is this. Again, I think of things as a psychology doctor. I psychoanalyze things. This is a honeymoon phase. You know, I mean, this is this is what happens psychologically. This is a honeymoon phase. Punk could have said all your mothers are ugly, and they would have been like, yeah, CM Punk. You know, I mean, they, they would have done anything. You know what I mean? But and bro, so I did think. You, did you see when the, when the show ended? Did you see what he looked in the camera and said? I don't make friends. I make money. I'm not he that's that, that's the promo yeah, I'm not here to make that friends, should yeah. have been the promo i'm not here to make friends i'm here to make money and the promo should have been do you think i've forgotten that i was fired on my that should have been the promo bro yeah so so with that now if he would have cut it like a baby face style promo that i would have been more cool with that i i do think because you're in such a honeymoon phase because this he, he cut almost exactly the same promo when he came to AEW like it, it was it was this almost a spinning image of, of a promo it was it was like he took the promo template from that day and inserted it in this promo tonight because it was almost exactly the type the same type of promo like I'm back and all the, you know it's good to, all those things very similar so the problem with the AEW run is that he kept doing that like every single week and he was pandering, pandering, pandering. And then it got to the point of like, you know, Kingston and MJF and Paige and, uh, uh, and all those, all Joe and all those people were just like more over an AEW than, than he was, uh, as far as just popularity is concerned. And then they just started to push him away. Like the fans started to like turn on him because it wasn't something new and different. And then when he came back to collision after the scrum incident, it was by that time, it wasn't, it was kind of damaged goods at that time. 
and it just he just really couldn't recover from that you know what i mean and but and it was still you know and moxley there was another person he feuded with it, it just he just didn't feel like one of the boys you know what i mean and it, it was it was that honeymoon phase of people wanting him back same thing here but again, I don't know if you're still cutting these type of promos, how long that would last. Yeah, so. bro. You know what the problem is, bro? Here's the problem in all of wrestling. And bro, nobody's shooting anymore. Nobody, yeah, no, 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 question. nobody's shooting anymore, bro. So it's all it's it's all just BS. Like, yeah. my God, I I can't even imagine like me ever going back there and saying, I'm I'm home. Bro, you told me to hire a nanny to raise my kids. Like, really, bro? Like, that? that come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the problem is anymore when people can't can't go out there and shoot and then work whatever they're going to do out of it, bro. Yeah. It's not that difficult. It seemed like he had a time restriction too, because he when he cut his promo back when he returned to AEW after the scrum when he was gone for a while, he he cut a promo on Collision. He was it was the whole "Tell me when I'm telling lies" and stuff like that. I like that promo. Yeah, that, that, that was one. pretty good. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I actually like that. So he he kind of shoot it. You know, with with that, he was you know talking about the Bucks and Omega and stuff like that, and you know indirectly. Um, and I actually like that promo. So, because you know, I, I think if you don't, if you give Punk time to just kind of get it out, because he's he's really good on the mic, but it just seems like he was so pressed for time, and he he it just seemed like he didn't even get into like the crux of his promo. And I was looking at the time, and it was like eleven o'clock. And then all of a sudden he just did the the whole thing as far as the chant is concerned. I was like, huh, like that just that was kind of flat to me, you know. What I mean, yeah. uh, I, I'm wondering if if he was, you know, if there were some adjustments that he had to call an audible because of time restraints. So yeah. we'll get to we'll get to more of that in depth here in a moment. But let's first let's get to Zoo Bear is back two dollars super chat, bro. No, they don't. Oh, they to, to, to my point, WWE really doesn't know how to pace their shows. Yeah, I mean, that's that's basically what I was just saying. Yeah. Uh, Zubair again, $2. What's the worst match type? In his opinion, is uh, tag turmoil. What's, what's your worst match type, Vince? We think the worst gimmick matches. God, mm. uh, for me, I don't know, man. Because, you know, I like gimmicks. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> what's yours um you know it was <laughs> you know what i really didn't like man i because I, I just I, I just didn't get it I, I didn't get the reverse battle royal oh battle. yeah no that well that was a that was a one and done though <laughs> yeah it was still a gimmick match though. I, yeah. I, never oh, yeah, I agree i agree with you on that <laughs> yeah i think that then they bring that back like recently on the tna I, I, uh tv i, I think they brought I it back. That <laughs> that, yeah. i didn't i didn't understand that yeah, like no, you were there during that time what, what was the that was what was the the, the bro, just try just trying to do things differently to, okay that's okay. it trying just trying like new that. things trying to do things differently so the the goal was to get in the ring instead yeah. of get out of the ring. Yeah, yeah you got to get in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go to Gen Z philosophy. It's cool name. Four nine nine super chat. Here are the stars: Orton and Punk. Here's who could be legit stars: Gunther, Ripley, Drew, Rhodes, Chelsea Green. Here's who sucks: Zoe Stark. Bro, he's not. 
I mean, I mean, Gen Z is kind of right on the money. I, I, I'm not going to argue with any of that, bro. He's kind of right on the money. Uh, you know, Chelsea Green to me is more of a uh, a novelty. You know, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't take, I don't take her seriously. Yeah, she's she's a really good character. I, you yeah. know. Although I don't think that the uh, the women's tag team title means anything, really. I do think having her as the women's tag team champion does bring some type of something to it just because she's really good at what she does in an, as an actor. I don't take her really seriously, yeah. but I do think her, her, her character is strong yeah. enough to I have agree. that type of story. I agree 100%. Um, Drew could be legit stars. Ripley, Gunther, yeah, definitely Gunther. I mean, I think yeah. I think Drew's already submitted himself as a legit star. Um, Cody, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, th- I imagine that uh, he'll be one here soon. As far as as far as Zoe Stark, Vince, I mean, you, you tell me, man, what, what is it? What's missing? What's, Bro, what's that's missing? What I'm about saying, you can't have. Bro, you can't have a three-hour show with a mix with a mix of professionals and wannabes. Mm. That's what you got here, bro. That that's what you got here. One one segment I got uh, Randy Orton. Next segment I got a wannabe. Mm. Next segment I got Drew McIntyre. Next segment I got a wannabe. Yeah. You know, next segment I got Cody. Next segment I got it. Th- that's what this show is, bro. I swear. And and unfortunately. The the stars are in the minority. Unfortunately, there are more wannabes on this roster than there are actual stars. What do you think the WWE seasons always start? The uh, I have good little hand, good little hand, good little hand, bro. The, the, Zolf, the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division. Good little hand. Mm, wow. What are they seeing, Shayna Baszler, bro? MMA uh, background, probably. Come on, man. Like she she has the uh she she imposes herself as like a legit threat. So they're probably using that to their advantage as far as just putting someone else over. Like they whoever beats Shannon Baszler basically is beating an MMA star. Yeah. So that should totally that should that, that should, you know, theoretically make them a bigger star because they beat someone from MMA. So we got uh Gen Z philosophy one more time, 199. Maybe Seth's IQ is as low as Becky's in the You said that, not me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got uh, Senior Wilson threes two K one. Yeah, I, I would have done that too. But 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 to, to give them the benefit of the doubt, Sir Wilson. Yeah, I am sure that there was some type of a settlement with AEW where CM Punk was not allowed to talk about it. So, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah. So the super chat says Triple H missed such a trick tonight. Yeah, should have let uh, had Punk should have let Punk go out there with a live mic and shoot on AEW would have been um, money absolutely. Yeah, I, I guarantee illegally, legally, yeah. he probably couldn't do that because I don't think Tony Khan has said anything, mm. and that mm. that that would that would be why. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We got Zoo Bear five dollars super chat, bro. WWE always have woman on main woman on man violence, but never a man on woman. So much for equality. We need an RKO to Ripley tonight. It would have been a big moment. I agree with that too. I, I definitely agree with that too, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I was always I was always of the school of thought. If 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 if, if the woman is a wrestler, 
and she is the aggressor and she is asking for it, then she's going to get what she's got coming to her. I've always been of that school. If you, if you want to get in Randy Orton's face, well, now the rules are out the window and you're on your own. I've always been on of that school. Indeed. Absolutely. And uh, I've said that before uh, when Rhea would do would just do her physically imposing thing and she would just like step in front of the judgment day and just like slam people and then all of a sudden step in front of them like, you know, I'm like clocker, you know, what I mean, like, what are you what are you doing here? Bro, their their vignettes in the back as uh, a unit are uh, horrible. I, I, I don't know who over there thinks they're good. They are horrible our truth segment in that judgment day thing was more over than there he uh, saved it he actually saved it bro (laughs) he did absolutely uh we got clip side five dollar super chat bro have either of you ever looked at leaked wwe f scripts over the years reddit has a few from 99 2000 2013 and 2014 interesting how wwe has changed yeah i've seen some leaks leaks. i can't even imagine what a script looks like today compared to what i wrote i can't even imagine Man, that would be interesting to see, like, uh, what a leak script as far as just, you know, 2023 looks like compared to, like, 99. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Hey, me, it's Scott. $5. Hey, guys, just wanted to check in and say hi. Greatly love and appreciate you both as a people. God bless and go. My God. Scott, thank you. You get two rounds of applause. The appreciation for us and the Buckeyes, man, that deserves a double. All right, let's uh, zoom through these segments here. Thank you all for your super chats. Much, much love, guys. Randy Orton cuts an ring promo to open the show. Interrupted by Rhea Ripley. We get Dominic and uh, J.D. McDonough attacking Gordon. Orton comes back and RKO's J.D. Bro, those two attacking Gordon was an absolute joke. <laughs> like, I, I don't – there was no one in the world who would have believed this for what – a rd mcdonough in the ring with randy orton bro bro, put me in there with him that's like Like, my two sons attacking (laughs) you might as well put me in in the ring with randy orton if you're gonna put rd mcdonough in there and bro now now you're seeing what what a star is and what somebody who doesn't belong is you're seeing it as clear as day yeah yeah indeed uh, we get the uh, tag team turmoil next uh, with the Creed Brothers winning, beating uh, uh, a slew of other teams. Your thoughts on that? The Creed Brothers. So now they face Judgment Day. Yes. Yes. I number I, 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 who, who else are you going to put over in that match? Everybody is just have so outstayed their welcome bro like yeah. so you're going to put the uh, you're going to put the new guys over and there's nothing to these guys at all. They're actually growing on me in the ring. Um, I, I just wish that the WWE gave more time with building their characters, though. You know, I'm a character guy. I think their in-ring work is you know, impressive. But again, I always say, what does that mean if there's just no character behind yeah, it? Yeah, that's you what know? I'm saying. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. I, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, when are they going to spend more time with building their character? Like, enough with this. We're we're automatically supposed to know who they are because they came from NXT. Like, like NXT is just a third of the audience. Bro, why, we, why should we automatically know who they are? Bro, we can go through all the teams. We had Otis, the original high, high volt, not high voltage. What was it? Otis and his buddy. Well, who were they? 
Oh, uh, oh, uh, heavy machinery. Heavy. We had heavy machinery. What about the ascension? We had the ascent. Bro, these guys are no better than they were. As a matter of fact, those teams were a lot. You go through this like every single time, and and they just come and go, bro, and pass in the night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I just, again, man, I just don't think – I don't think they're doing a good job with properly transitioning them from NXT over to – because, for instance, if you think about it, Braun Breaker could really have weeks of really, really good promos to make him look like a legit beast. But I just don't think that they'll spend the time to do that. I, I think they'll just bring him up and expect everybody to believe, you know, know who Braun Breaker is and yeah. he'll attack somebody and all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. And that's the reason why a lot of these promos, when they come up, they fall flat. Like Zoe Stark has it in the ring, but, you know, she came up. Uh, she she came up competing during the draft, so she was so she just okay. Zoe Stark's being traded to Raw, and then they just start plugging her matches, and I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like, are we? And that's the reason why, to this day, she just falls flat as far as audience interest. And, and it's and, and I would say if they if they put a good character behind her, she has what it takes in the ring. But it's it's kind of like DOA, you know, because of how they made her look and perception is reality in many cases, you know, yep. psychologically. And if my perception is she's just some flat, you know, uninteresting person who can compete in the ring. Okay, well, that's going to be well, my reality. Well, we see the same thing later on. Who the frig is Tegan Knox? Yeah, precisely. Why, why, why do I? Why do I care? Because you because right. her hair is seven different colors. Right. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she came from NXT. Like, right. why, why do we care about that? Right. Why, why do we care? Uh, we got Cliffside five dollars super chat, bro. I'm curious, why are WWE writers required to be at TV tapings? What's their role throughout the day once the script is given to the production team? That's a good question. I have no idea, bro, because I was a a writer, but I produced everything. So I was the writer and producer. I don't know how they have it set up today. I have no idea. Interesting. All right. uh, Next we have uh, Cody Rhodes cutting an in-ring promo. Uh, Vince, what do you want to talk about? And this is the person who Shinsuke Nakamura has been eyeing the whole Uh, time. Bro, it's not only that. How many times is Nakamura going to sneak up on people? <laughs> bro, that's they've done it a million times, bro, where he's sneaking up on people and the crowd selling it and Cody's standing there like an idiot, not, you know. Oh, my God, guys, come on. How many times are you going to just keep doing the same thing over and over and over? Well, oftentimes, and this is, you know, to – uh, to be fair, th- this isn't just a 2023 thing because they've done that. A f- they do they do this a few times. I remember back in 1990 when the Horseman turned on Sting at Class of the Champions. He was just, you know, he just acted dumber than a box of rocks as far as just like not seeing it happening and not foreshadowing. You know, Ole kept like kind of jabbing him and poking him and poking him and. All of a sudden, Flair just wham, just clocked him because he wanted his, 
he wanted his number one contenders, uh, you know, opportunity. He was like, hey, I'm a horseman, but, you know, I still want that title. And, and just they, they just make heel. They, they, they just make Bro, baby faces so dumb. The, guy, the guy's got the stuff in his mouth, okay? Yeah, yes. Why can't you play the vignette, have him come down, Cody doesn't know he's got the crap in his mouth. Yeah. Have him come face-to-face with Cody and just spit it right in Cody's face. Yeah. Why do you got to make these people look like absolute idiots? <laughs> yeah, what got what got me was the... The, the cell? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, the, the cell, cell was, I was wondering. Well, I swear to God, I was <laughs> thinking like either, either ammonia or or I don't know what was in that mist that Cody was selling it like that. Yeah, it, it was uh, you know, yes, that's true. I'll get to that. But I the fact when when the when the uh lights went out and the fact he was looking down the yeah, ring yeah, and around and yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, come on, man. Like that that was my point. Like a lot of times they just make baby faces so yeah. Still about the cell, bro. You thought the guy would have been shot in the head or something, man. You know, and here's my thing: like, he didn't even sell as if like his eyes, like his like something's wrong with his eyes. Like it they waited a while, it wasn't urgent. It, it was just like a knockout or something like that. And then they gave him the towel. And then he did this automatically put it on his eyes and try to get it. Like he just kind of let it stay for a second. And this is <laughs> Bro, when is some when is somebody gonna take the mist and go like this? Food coloring, really? <laughs> when, when is some I'm, I'm wait, are we ever going to see that, bro? Food coloring, yeah. Come on, man, please. Yeah. It, bro, this this is what I keep telling you about the bubble, the bubble, yeah. the bubble. Yeah. Spit we're still spit we're, we're still doing the missing link. They're still doing the missing link. And it wasn't and there was enough time for Cody to just close his eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was right by him. He does the, you know, Shinsuke does the Muda gimmick. You know, all of a sudden he spits him and all of a sudden that still hit his eyes. So he's just looking at him straight. Even when he's doing the Muda gimmick, you know, he's just like, uh, they're, just, they're just sitting around coming up with the just the easiest common denominator. And yeah, let's let's do the old mist in the eyes, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, and and again, like I said before, Vince, this is just more fodder. Yep. This is just another this is just yep. another fodder feud, man. He's just yep. Trying to, you know, buy time with Cody Rose, setting up for the beginning of the year. And they're, oh, let's just throw Shinsuke Nakamura in there. It's just, yep. this will be another two month drag, you know, to the end of the, to the beginning of the year. And there you go. Then we'll start the Roman stuff. We got uh, Wilfredo Castillo, $5 super check. Chris, speaking of dead on arrival, let's talk about DIY. The crowd is not interested at all. WWE's I told you, bro. They right need now. to change their name to DUI, <laughs> and they're they're, they're 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 drunk while they're wrestling. That's over with me. I don't, bro. What is DIY? Can somebody tell me? Do it yourself. Oh, oh that's a great. Do yeah. it your. Was so that a handyman? What is so, they? The, the, the time. Uh, what, what? The Tim Taylor. I think Tim Taylor do it yourself, bro. What? The, what is that? The point is like uh you're supposed to like 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 Johnny Gargano and, and Tommaso Champ are people who 
doesn't have like oh physical God. advantage yeah. you gotta crawl your way yeah. up and, and guess what bro you don't have good ideas for the name of your tag team either bro because <laughs> that is god awful do it yourself come do on do it yourself ladies oh and my god you sound like a handyman <laughs> diy man do i yes great. indeed uh well, we well, got... wait a minute dave melts is calling in oh okay you mind if i put you mind if i put him through yeah, like what? What do you, what do you got, Dave? Happy uh, Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, let me let me put him through. Us, he's gonna he's gonna bug me the whole show. Hold yeah. on. I keep texting you. Hold on. Is it man? There we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, come on, come on, Dave. I you're, think you're, this you're, is it. Hold on. Come on. You Dave. know, I saw poster at the uh, train station. No, that's Wembley, not it. That's not it. Hold obviously, on. if you go to Wembley, I'll play this one stuff, though. This is Jim. I mean, as far anyway. as you know, the whatever it is, um, out and about. At um, Buckingham Palace area, yeah, um, nothing. There were no all-out posters at Buckingham Palace. Well, I didn't expect them, but I expected no. something. You know, like you go out there and you would see yeah. some reminiscence of something. No, that wasn't the good something. One. Yeah, you expected something. Yeah, at Buckingham Palace. Oh, uh, right here it is. All right, hold on. They, 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 they on, played, the, hurry wrong. Up, man. They played the wrong clip. Hold on. So, like, yeah, when someone says, like, oh yeah, like I was a giant fan. It's like you know, do you ever? Bicycle ride to a house show? I mean, I did. <laughs> Bro, Impressive. Ride. <laughs> Impressive. How many, how many times did you ride your bike to the house show? Zero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd be a big boot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get on with yes, the show, shall we? Man, that's that's dedication. I mean, oh, I, I did. I did. Yes, indeed. Oh, uh, we got uh, Y. B L O S T Y Bloss four nine nine super chat bro. I, 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 I do not get the Cody hype. I don't At least either, bro. Crowd saw right through him. I don't either. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Vince. I, we've talked about this before. The fans uh, are big fans of people who they can uh, kind of get themselves over with. You know what I mean? So, so the 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 song, you know, with with Cody, the song with Seth. The song with with Sami Zayn, you know, and it's like as long as we can get ourselves over and do sing along, we're going to continue to cheer you because that's what we, that's what we like. We want you to continue right. to be a babyface, and we like you because of that. Yeah. Now, you know, to be fair, you know, Cody, I, I'm actually surprised that uh, the the Cody train, as far as the babyface, is still is still going on, and, and you know, good for him, good for him. I just you know, I, I I just don't see it as far as just what he's trying to portray himself as. Like, still to this day, I still don't know who Cody is. Like, he he doesn't really he hasn't really presented himself as a, a character, really. You know, I mean, he's he's American Nightmare, but who is he though, bro? If this character presented himself on any other television show, he would be a heel. Yeah, absolutely. on any other television show appearance alone, this guy would be a heel. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, even from an old school standpoint, I mean, you got—I remember back in the day, you know, you had like the Bachwinkles of this world, the Flares, the Horsemen. You know, even when uh, you know back in the early '90s, when you had the uh, the Wall Street Connection, you know, when you had mm -hmm. Alexandra York, and everybody became heel and started to, you know. 
dress up and, and go by their real names. When Ricky Morton turned heel, he changed his name to Richard Morton. You know, it was like it was like that type of just really aristocratic yeah. type of yeah. regal feel to you. And so usually, you know, traditionally the heels were the ones who yeah. dressed up. Now, you know, Dusty would, you know, he would have a vest in a, in a, in a sports coat on, but he still have, you know, his, his uh, jeans and his cowboy boots and his cowboy yeah. hat. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a traditional heel, but hey, I mean, fans are still fans are still on them. So I guess they're just riding away. Uh, we got the Jake and Nader, seven twenty two, five dollars. Hi, Vince, huge fan. I'm a college student studying TV. What advice do you have for those who aspire to be TV producers, writers, director, et cetera? Thanks. Bro, I would just say, Jake, work at your craft every single day. You got to, bro. You've got to. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to envision that those who are going to be competing with you for those spots are working every single second to get there. So you got to outwork them, bro. You've got to uh You've got to work at it every single day, bro. I'm going to be 63 in January and I still do that. Nice. That's what you got to do, bro. That's what it takes. Great advice. Indeed. <clears throat> Why be lost? When I nine super chat. Okay. He's describing the name. Why be lost when you can be found? John 14, six. Very nice. Very, Very nice. nice. I'm the yeah. way the truth to life. No one comes to the father, but through me. All right. Uh, let's get to Bronson Reed versus Ivar double count out. Yeah, this is, this, you know, interesting. Yeah. What do you think? Bro, I, I, I popped huge because a kid I was working here with at Rocky Mountain Pro, and we're still friends to this day. He was on the, uh, he was on the security team, bro. Oh, nice. You know, so I popped his name is a uh, shout out to Anthony Katina. Was he the one who actually looked like a security guard? Yes. Like, the tall yes. guy. Yes, yeah, that yeah. was him. Yes. Yeah, good, good for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, where does this where does this go? I mean, it's a double count out. They they they're they're putting some more time in this. Um does this go into like a false count anywhere gimmick or something? No, again, Chris, it's like Chris, when they start this thing, do you care who wins? Personally, no. Okay, that's a problem. <laughs> Like, that's a problem, bro. Why, why, why do we want either one of these guys to win or lose, bro? Like, that's the thing. There's no zero character development whatsoever. Yeah, the fans were into it, though. I mean, they, you know, you got the holy crap chance. And, bro, and, those you know, fans are in. Bro, if you're that's at that you're, That's show, who you're catering to, though. If you're oh. at that show, you're going to be into everything. Bro, let me ask you a question. Isn't... um. What's the girl's name? Valhalla? Valhalla? Mm -hmm. wow. Isn't she married to the other guy? Yeah, Eric. Yeah. And, bro, that should be the story. Mm -hmm. That now that Eric is on the shelf and she's working with Ivar like this, that should give me something, bro. Give me something. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, it seems like they're really trying to make Ivar a solo star. I mean, you know, he used to be when he was Hanson and Ring of Honor. He was like, he was really good. You know, yeah. he, uh, you know, became War Machine, you know, and, and Ring of Honor New Japan. And he's, you know, he's been a solid competitor. I just don't think that, again, I, I don't personally think 
when when so, when they're trying to make someone a character, they're so inconsistent with really putting some investment in a character to really make him or her a star that they just drop him on the drop of at the drop of a dime. You know, case in point, in this sheer losing to Johnny Gargano and you know Tommaso Ciampa. They they do all of these promos, they do all of it, the, they do this big oh, return, all these oh. vignettes within this year, and you get beat by DIY. That's off all of that's all Triple H's favorites and Sean's uh, favorites. All that. that BS, yeah. bro. All I can of see it. it. I can see it, man. Yep. So I mean, why Barry in this year, you know, in the tag team turmoil match, man? I just this didn't make sense to me whatsoever. No. Uh, we get Nia Jax defeating Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark was just uh, vying for the women's uh, world championship two days ago, and then uh, bro, just bro, like think, that, she's back down. Think about what you just said. You just bring this girl, Zoe Stark's up on the roster. She loses to Rhea Ripley. Two days two days later, she loses to Nia Jax. Mm -hmm. Okay, what, what is here for her now? Correct. I, and I knew this. I, I said this before in other shows. I said Zoe Stark is they're just pegging, they're just pump pushing her up. And as soon as as soon as uh, Survivor Series is over, they're going to just push her yeah. right back down. I mean, like and they said again. Why you're not spending time to invest in characters to really spend the effort and do and making them stars, legit stars, like. When was the formula ever effective? Like when did when did uh, Steve Austin in WWE ever like come up to a couple of main event spots and go down? You know when when did Kurt Angle ever go to a few main event spots and come down? Like when has that method been effective? They yeah, do that bro, all the time. Got to be the constant. It has to. Yes, absolutely. And and all and. You know, Austin said this on one of his podcasts years ago. This had this was years ago. He said, you know, he made a, a fantastic point. He said, a main eventer, if you really want to make someone, I'm paraphrasing, he was saying, if you really want to say make someone a, a legit main event star, they have to be one in, in 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 one of three positions. They either have to be the champion, be chasing for the championship, or get a detour you know, from chasing the championship just to eventually get back to chasing. And so those three things is going to make a main eventer stay a main eventer. So yeah. it's it's easy for someone who's still trying to become champion to all of a sudden get detoured because they get attacked by someone who's, who's wanting to be champion and boom, there's an offshoot feud, right? So, and, and that person is, is going to do that it's going to mean something. It's going to it's going to earn you know their stock and, and build their stock up in order to get back. I mean, Austin did it all the time with McMahon. Yeah. You know, he, he kept he kept getting detoured. Kane, yeah. Foley, you know, I mean, Triple H, like he kept getting the corporation. He kept being detoured, but he still found a way back to the championship, and then he would get detoured again, and so. Yeah. And, and he would chase for the championship, and then he would get detoured again. And so that's the tried and true method to maintain a main eventer. But what they do, their formula now is uh, Shinsuke, let's bring him up a little bit lost. Yep. Uh, Drew, let's bring him up a little bit lost. Sami Zayn, let's bring him up a little bit lost and down again. Like, that's just ineffective. Yep, I agree. I agree. We got the West Hill $2 Super Chat, bro. <clears throat> let's make a story where Punk joins the bloodline. What are your thoughts on that, Vince? 
God, I just watched SmackDown. Uh, the Bloodline. I don't even think the Bloodline. Are they on it anymore? Yeah, top of the third. <laughs> Bro, I, I just watched SmackDown this morning. I don't even think they were any way to be found on the show. No, no. Roman Reigns is, uh, he's the champion, but he's just MIA, man. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just, they're just lounging and cooling, man, and coasting. You know, I, I don't watch SmackDown as, uh, like that anymore um uh you you know more about smackdown than i do but oh uh, my god bro i watched smackdown this morning bro bro here is their storyline every single story there's dissension <laughs> like really? every story everyone everyone there's dissension between everybody bro that's that's the story like, oh my I watch highlights on socials and stuff like that, uh, and I heard that there was like dissension between Becky and so and Charlotte. Yeah, oh, Becky and Charlotte. Then there's dissension between Bailey, Bailey and, and the other and four girls. Mm, Everybody's got dissension mm, with everybody, bro. Yeah. So that has uh, J- Jimmy has he appeared like uh, any anytime soon? Okay. I know that when I was there, he did a <clears throat> promo on the screen, and he was supposed to come the next week, and I think he went against. LA night the next week because they think were so, but yeah, he wasn't on the show. Nobody was on the show. Wow. Uh, we got Wilfredo five dollars super chat, bro. Let's jump on a time machine to next Monday night. Seth versus Jay Uso for the tile. LOL obviously is the main event. Who wins? No one drew interferes. So you think that's the you think yeah, that's he's the dead on, bro? These people yeah. like I, every every comment today, guys, is absolutely yeah. dead on. And what about what? When did the champion ever get to name who he's going to be defending against? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Seth keeps giving all his friends title shots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going on. Yeah. So I guess Drew needs to to befriend Seth, man. That's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Got YB lost for an nice super chat, bro. <laughs> The best WWE TV is when the boss is getting involved. So Triple H be on TV and more of a heel row. What do you think? I definitely agree with that as well, bro. I I, I don't. I could care less about Adam Pierce. I I don't know how long he's been on television. It's been a long time, and I could give one iota. I could care less about him. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's a fail safe method. You know, if it's not dragged along you know i think with their authority storylines they they tend to drag them along too much Um, but it's been a while since we've had a heel authority storyline i think it's about time to bring it back just to bring just inject some type of interest from an episodic you know point of view from an episodic standpoint yeah all right so we have uh seth rollins cutting ring promo interrupted by drew mcintyre uh, Rollins announces to Drew that he's uh, competing against Jay Uso next week for the World Heavyweight Championship. Drew attacks Seth, and then Jay makes a save. Double super kick, Vince Russo. All right, bro. I, 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 like I said, that's great house show stuff, man. Yeah, you got to get work- heat on. You got to get heat on Drew, man. Did you ever work with Joey Styles? Mm-mm. No, you, you, not not even when um, the ECW came to the oh, uh, to the WWE. Mm-mm. So. So you wouldn't know anything about Joey Styles as far I mean, as I, I mean, I know his other work. than you know, yeah, other than him. yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Uh, we have uh, Piper Niven and Chelsea Green defeating Natalia and Tegan Knox. I mean, this is filler. I mean, this is pretty much 
they they set up all the the weeks of the um Italian and Knox and then they win the Royal Rumble just to just yeah. to lose the match and so yeah. that's yeah. what you get man uh we get the the main Orton versus Mysterio Orton wins Vince I just said in there bro Dominic looked like a kid in there yeah it looked like a man against a kid it looked yeah. like a man against a teenager. I'm sorry. I've I've been saying that all along. By the way, yeah, you have. I'm yeah. sorry, bro. It, I, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about Dominic's work in a negative way, or I am talking about the optics. Sure. The optics to a casual fan, Orton looked like he was in there against a teenager. What do you think could be done for Dominic to make him look halfway? like a matchup to Orton. Oh, tell you, bro. I mean, you saw what Orton looked like when he came out tonight. Like, if are you kidding me, bro? Like, uh, bro, I don't I don't know. That that that's what I'm saying, bro. There was a time when the entire roster looked like Randy Orton. Okay. Yeah, and then- it was it's not even necessarily a looks thing. I think that you can have larger than life characters that would enhance her look. I mean, Shawn Michaels wasn't the biggest guy in the locker room. But Shawn Michaels had a great physique to him, bro. He did. He did. But at the same time, his character overshadowed a I feud against that. Vader, a feud against yeah. Diesel, a feud yeah, against yeah. Undertaker, a feud. You know what I mean? Like he, 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 his, his, his ego was much larger than his physique. You know what I mean? And I think that that worked for him. And I think that worked for other people who weren't necessarily the biggest guys in the locker room, but was able to stand toe-to-toe as far as personality-wise against those bigger guys. Now, I'm wondering if somehow Dominic can can get legitimate heat instead of just the fans getting themselves overheat I wonder what he needs to do. I mean, to me, if I was him, I would be calling Christian Cage right now and asking him, what can I do to get legit heat? Because like Christian Cage is probably the biggest heel in all of professional wrestling right now. He's doing amazing heel work. I would look at his tapes and look at what he's doing. I think he really needs to work on his promo. I think that's the biggest thing. Right now he's doing the whole putting putting the mic down catering to the fans but that is like that that is like really uh squelching the ability for him to actually get legit heat because the fans are just putting themselves over yeah i agree uh we have uh junior in five dollars super chat bro vincent not watched the nxt black and gold era uh, all Triple H did was friendship yeah, and betrayal. Yeah. That's SmackDown now. That's true. That's, That's a good it, point, bro. That yeah. was a whole show. Yeah. Two That's hours. A good point. Uh, uh, DIY uh, was friendship and betrayal. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was friendship and betrayal. That's a good point. Chris, they're not writers. Hmm. That's what it comes down to. That's what we're seeing. They're yeah. not writers, bro. Michael Pasolano, Pasolano, four nine. Do you think Triple H has forgive Punk for his doofus? Guys, can, I t- can I tell you something? I saw Triple H at the press conference, and he talked about how that was ten years ago. He's changed, and Punk's changed, and this and the other thing. Chris, let me tell you something. Punk has not been working in the wrestling business for the last 10 years. In those 10 years, he is doing whatever CM Punk wants to do. 
Okay. Now I, I left TNA, uh, Chris in 2012. So it's 10 years, bro. When you've been calling your own shots for 10 years and you're used to that and you do what you want to do when you want to do it. And on top of that, you have money, bro. There is no way CM Punk is going to be able to adapt to that situation, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. 10 years of, of being your own boss. And now he's got to go right back to, you know, the rules and the regulations. Yes, sir, no, bro, sir. I'm telling you. And bro, it, this isn't a CM Punk thing. I think of myself like being put back in that environment now. And I say this all the time, Chris, and I am not kidding. They would find me dead in a hotel room of like a, a heart attack or something because I've been doing my own thing for 10 years. Now I'm going to have, I'm going to walk into an environment where, where they're playing politics. I got to shake everybody's hand, yeah. bro. It ain't guys, this, this, I'm telling you, this is going to be very, very, very short lived. I would give it six months. Wow. Six months. That's a bold prediction for Vince Russo. Yep. We got clip side, $5 super chat, bro. Do you recognize any of Bruce Pritchard's touch on the, uh, today's WWE product? He is the one who came up with Taker Kane story, no, right? Let's let's make one thing straight. He did not come up with any Taker Kane stories. He came up with Taker had a brother named Kane. That's mm. what he came up with. <laughs> All those stories, you know, me and Ed wrote. Absolutely, bro. The 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 mist in the face is Bruce Pritchard. Oh, okay. Absolutely, one thousand percent. Interesting. All right, uh, we got the the final segment, which is the punk promo. Your thoughts on that, Vince? Yeah, again, bro. Like I said, man, I I thought he opened it up really, really, really pandering. He's home. I I, I don't know how you. I I wouldn't want to live in that house if they fired me on my wedding day. And like I said, bro, the last thing he said off mic, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. That should have been the promo. Sure. That should have been the promo. Yeah. You think that they're uh, dropping hints to him and Seth? What do you mean? Uh, do you think that both their promos are dropping hints to them going against each other? Oh, yeah, absolutely, bro. That stupid thing they did at the end of Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. Seth throwing in something here. Uh, a punk pump uh, peppered in a little something. Absolutely. Yeah, indeed. Let them know where they uh, find you, my man. Yeah, guys. Uh, also, yeah, guys. Go to. Uh, we are giving away a free week of the brand right now, bro. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Take advantage of the free week. It'll cost you nothing. Indeed, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I am Dr. Chris. This is the Legion of Raw. Having it out, buddy. Solo.